Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Okay, everybody. You can breathe now. <laughs> Leafs were so good last night, they're saying if they win in Tampa, then the series is over. Leafs win. Right. There's just no chance for Tampa now to ever come back. The Leafs are so dominant. Slow down. This is what they're saying on the streets. I bet it is. Yeah. I bet it is. Uh, the people who went down and partied outside were a heck of a lot happier. I mean, 47 seconds in, you score. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and never looked back. Yeah. I, uh, being uh, a guy who's followed the Leafs my entire life, uh, well, followed up, up until about the age of 30 or so, um, I, I was one of those people who went, oh, my God, they scored. Like, actually, shocked they got a goal. Yeah. And that quickly. I was still putting the finishing touches on, on dinner. <laughs> so, well, I figure I had a minute. Yeah. I was disturbed by something, though. They kept going to, um, when they put the camera, I want to say it was on the Tampa Bay bench. Okay. Uh, and they put the camera on uh, on the coach. There was two people sitting behind the coach. Right. Who would not stop looking down at their phones. They were on their phones every time the camera caught them. I thought, here you are sitting in these seats that cost you God knows how much. Right. Or maybe the company you worked for gave them to you, so you don't really care. I don't know. But how are you sitting at a game like that on your phone constantly? The only thing I could uh, uh, think of it as an excuse, perhaps, for them is that... Uh, if they're not normally there, which I don't know if they are or not, um, I don't pay that close attention. Uh, the friends, family, the texts that they might be getting sure. because that camera was going to John Cooper all the time would have been, hey, nice seats, nice seats, and yeah. they're responding to everybody perhaps. It's enough. Put the phone down. Watch the game. Although from those seats, I don't even know if you can really see. Like, it's not a great view. There. No, I guess it wouldn't be. It's tough to see up and down the ice. You can't see into the corners on the near side, on either side. Right. Uh, and then, like, almost everything would be somewhat obscured, especially if coaches and staff are walking in front of you. All the time. Yeah. I guess it's just the kind of the thrill of being that close to the players. Yeah. So, anyhow, they won. Good on them. My family won, too, because I can admit this, or I probably shouldn't, but uh, all that gold missing from the airport is in my mother-in-law's basement. <laughs> what a crazy story. That is, that's nuts. I mean, it, it harkens back to, like, Goodfellas and the totally. Lufthansa heist, right? It totally is, yeah. So you think you had a bad day when you lost your suitcase yeah. with your dirty underwear in it. <laughs> I didn't have to report to your boss. <laughs> Got a problem. Sounds like an inside job. Yeah. 94.9 The Rock, GTA's Rock Station. So who is going to see Disturbed on May 1st at Scotiabank Arena? I don't know. Oh, really? Well, they texted me. I yeah. texted them back, yeah. and they're ignoring my text. Well, they have a name, though, don't they? Or you, don't, you just have their no, number? No, their number ends in 1699. And oh. if you did that and you texted, oh. if you wanted to win the damn tickets, answer the damn text! Oh, you people, you don't know. Oh, the, the frustration. lucky. He gets so angry with all of you when you don't jump at his command. Right. If you're not there the second he needs you to be there, 
You must be a real treat at home. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, look, now they do. Terry. Terry's listening now. Well, Terry can't go now. All right, I was going to say. May, uh, May, first, out, Terry. May 1st is this show. Now, this is bizarre because this is right around the corner. And normally with concerts, it would be like May 1st, 2029. Right. Well, we've done Disturbed Tickets already before. This oh, is a, an extra whack we got. Oh, I see. Very nice. All right, Terry. Well, you've got the tickets in just in time. Lucky was going to move on. But to lose it. Yeah. No, it's not good. Don't get lucky upset. Uh, if you want to live 10 years long, Here's a little trick. Get into art. Some uh, research was done, groundbreaking study from neurologists at Johns Hopkins University, and uh, they figured out you uh, all you got to do is spend about 45 minutes a day doing some kind of art. Could be singing, knitting, writing poetry, painting, dancing, anything. It supposedly uh, drains all the stress chemicals in your body, and that uh, directly leads to living a longer, healthier life. So write a poem. How long do you spend doing this? 45 minutes. I'll forget it. What? <laughs> well, I'm sure it could be, you know, five, ten minutes at a time. <laughs> or the length of time it takes Terry to answer a text. Yeah. Uh, let it go. 45 minutes. Yes. That's a lot of time to be singing, dancing, and coloring. Oh, it'll be fun. Who has Funny that? Poetry, hickory, dickory, dock. <laughs> um, well, listen, I don't know. They say you're supposed to exercise how many minutes a day. We don't do that either. We're That's not going to do any of this. I guess it's, it's all about TV. stress, I guess, right? Well, yeah. But then maybe you're going to stress yourself out because you think, oh, damn it, I didn't get to my singing yet today. Right. <laughs> Anyhow, there you go. And it probably depends on what kind of songs you sing, too, right? Like, if you sing some real kind of down-in-the-dumper, you know, life is miserable songs, that yeah. could be good. <laughs> sing the blues for 45 yeah. minutes a day. You just want to kill yourself <laughs> at the end of it. People are very upset with a dude who uh, put a fake product online, made a website. It's called uh, Baby Mute. <laughs> I would have bought this. Uh, it went viral. It's a mask you strap to your kid's head to muffle their crying. Oh, my goodness. There's a photo of it. It's very funny. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, it claims this website, this fake website, claims it quiets the sound of their cries by 87%. Oh. Babymute.com. And at first glance, it does look legit. There's the photo of the kid wearing one, and, uh, and then it shows it in the uh, packaging. And the tagline is, muzzle your baby during long flights and movie nights. <laughs> <laughs> if you try to order it, it says it's currently sold out. Okay. And, uh, a lot of people, of course, fell for it and got angry because it didn't seem safe or thought it was cruel. He'd probably been, whoever invented it, had probably been just on a flight with a screaming baby. <laughs> See, there's, I think, a video going viral. I have to find it of a guy who gets hauled off a flight for freaking out over a screaming baby. I saw that. I didn't, yeah. I didn't watch the video, but I think I saw that uh, scroll pie. Listen, I, I, can, I, can, uh, I can understand. You, you know, you got to kind of bite your tongue. And uh, ride it out, because mm -hmm. I'm sure the parents of that screaming baby aren't so happy with it either. But, uh, boy, it can really, really get annoying quickly. Yeah, I mean, as as a parent who's flown with a baby on a flight, you're, I, I remember just being so panicked that that would happen. It mm. didn't, thankfully. Uh, every time we've flown, they've been pretty good. Knock wood. Next time, who knows? Yeah, well, you never know. As they get into their teen years, they can get even worse. Right. Uh, but, you know, having traveled recently, the when, you, when you're in the airport and you hear it happening, mm. like you're just, uh, you want it to end and you, you want to just get away. You're like, mm -hmm. please don't let that person be on my flight. And it's funny, the last time I went, I, w I went to the wrong gate. I, uh, I looked on my 
ticket and just saw whatever. I guess my seat number was 24. Mm. And, and so I went to that gate instead of the one it was actually at. And I don't know where this flight was going. It must have been going south somewhere because there was a ton of kids on it. Oh, and I Jesus. thought, what the hell? Why are all these kids going to Ottawa? Right. Like, it, made no, it made no sense. A protest. <laughs> like, no, please don't let this be yeah. my flight. And thankfully it wasn't. But I, the, the fear was going through me like, oh, my God, looking around. This is going to be noisy. Yeah, and you know it's not just the babies. It's you know it's children in general because they're feral and they're like they if they're not crying they're kicking your seat or they're. I remember flying back from Italy and there was like a young kid five six years old and they had the for whatever reason the airline thought this was a smart idea. You could play video games inside the TV monitor on the back of the uh, the seat. So I'm sitting there, and this kid is just punching against the screen playing some video game. So I did the passive-aggressive thing of constantly turning around and staring him down. Right. And, it's it, you know, you just have to find a way. Well, here was my way, actually. Uh, I think when our children were very young, I just didn't go anywhere with them. We didn't go to nice restaurants. We didn't get on flights. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, I avoided was, the situation. I was completely paranoid of the idea of upsetting others. Mm-hmm. And I did not want to end up in that boat. Well, that's what I mean. Like, when, when we were on that flight or getting ready for that flight, I was, I was panicked. But you went. Yeah. You went. Well, we drug- I would have said no flying. We drugged him up and then it was fine. <laughs> um, Brad did take him to Argentina, Daniel, when he was like 15 months. Wow. But I wasn't. I was at home. Right. Her mom said, I want to go visit family. I said, well, you can go take the baby. I'm working. Did you, speaking of babies on planes, did you hear the situation with the Jays pitcher, Anthony Bass? No. Uh, his wife was flying up with their two young children. Okay. Um, and uh, they went to social media to be very upset uh, after, uh, I think, the young girl, maybe like two-year-old or something okay. like that, had spilled popcorn on the flight. And the flight attendant said to the wife, you got to clean that up. Really? And uh, and his wife is uh, is pregnant. Uh, and uh, like five months pregnant, but made her get down on her hands and knees pregnant and clean up popcorn that uh, the child had spilled. I would have just refused. Yeah. That's so strange. Uh, I mean, something else was going down. I it's don't not know. like they serve popcorn on the flight, so they brought it on themselves. I guess. And I guess it was all over the floor. Right. And between uh, transfers, I mean, these, these planes come in and then turn around right back and go out. Mm-hmm. They're not cleaned that deeply, which should shock you or, or scare you, but uh, or shouldn't surprise you either. But I guess, yeah, they said, no, you got to, it was like a United flight. You got to, you got to clean this up. And she's a wife of a Jays pitcher? Right. And she wasn't flying private? <laughs> I'd be more upset. Well, he's not a star pitcher, well, I guess. I'd be more upset with my husband than the flight attendant. <laughs> There's a list now of things we have no patience for anymore. And, uh, on that list include things like family drama, you know, especially during COVID, you know, when you'd have an aunt or an uncle or a cousin who was anti-vax and just yelling and screaming all the time right. about everything. And that would cause all sorts of family fights. But there can be a lot of family drama over a lot of things. Um, we have no patience for working outside of our work hours anymore. We don't uh-huh. even want to work inside our work hours. <laughs> people who text and drive, uh, waiting on people who are constantly late. People who litter, people who constantly blame others for the situation they find themselves in, anything that has influencer in it. Right. 
people being on the phone while in a conversation with you, slow Wi-Fi. People go out of their way to pick fights with people or be jerks, especially online. We have no patience for that anymore. People who attempt to force their beliefs and opinions on you, well, that falls back into the whole COVID anti-vax or right-wing, left-wing thing. Mm-hmm. Outrage culture, adults who act like high school kids. The airport. For some reason, we have no patience for the airport anymore. Well, anything that takes up our time. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing how much we value our time and at the same time, how much we waste mm-hmm. our time. Because the amount of uh, binging that goes on. Mm-hmm. And we we want to just sit around and do nothing and do it on our own terms. But for me, the, the crazy thing about all of these is that it, not only do we have zero patience for it, but our like uh, frustration level it rises to like boiling temperatures in an instant. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's not. It's not like you just okay. I'm I'm annoyed by this. We go from zero to hero in a, in just a split second. That's why you see all the Karens coming out of the woodwork. You see all the videos of people snapping in uh, fast food joints and mm-hmm. on airplanes. Yeah. And this one drives me crazy. Uh, because I cook every day and I'm always looking at different recipes, the full-on memoir before every single online recipe. Right. I don't know last time you looked up a recipe, but for some reason now people who share recipes have to give you the whole backstory. Where they tasted it. My husband, who's a really picky eater, for years he didn't like eggplant. And so one time we were vacationing in Montana, and a guy who owned a local eggplant uh, farm introduced us to this. Now my husband can't get enough. Now we eat eggplant all the time. My cousin is uh, allergic to eggplant, so of course we can't have it when she's over. She was visiting three weeks ago. No eggplant. My husband was going crazy for the eggplant. He needed his eggplant. I just want to know how to cook. The eggplant. I would have deleted it at eggplant. Well, I know you would have because <laughs> vegetable is a sin in your house. Oh, this is great. We just got a text in, and uh, and I I pulled this boner before. Glenn uh, sent us a text, but by mistake sent us a text that was meant for his wife. <laughs> and his text to his wife was night night babe, love you, see you in the morning with a coffee and a donut emoji. Right. Very cute, very nice. Very nice, yes. Very nice, but when that panic of when you do that. <laughs> I I have to be so careful because I've done it a couple of times where I don't know what it is with your phone. You you, you go to the person you you want to text like I'm sending Maria a text in the morning because we don't see each other. I'm up and gone before she is. So around 9 a.m. or so, I'll be like, hey, good morning, sweetie. Have a great day. Hope all is well. Love you. See you at home. And, uh, you know, we kind of do that back and forth. And, uh, and it always starts off nice. And by mid-afternoon, we're in an argument. But it <laughs> starts off great. What the hell do you want? Yeah, yeah. Leave me alone. Um, I remember one time doing it and hitting send, and it didn't go to Maria. It went to Dean Blundell. Right. <laughs> And the, the absolute panic. You know that's not going to come back oh, silent. Oh, no. Right away. Right away he texted me back. And there wasn't a lot of sweeties in there. No. 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 We were lacking in the love department in that test. A couple more eggplants. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, that was your response to uh, to Glenn. Yeah. Good yeah, thing, good good thing it wasn't the eggplant. Yeah. Sure, but sending a message. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Alec Baldwin must be a happy guy. The uh, involuntary manslaughter charges against him have been dropped. Really? But that doesn't mean this is over. Uh, Supposedly, the uh, prosecutors say they found new facts that demand further investigation and forensic analysis. 
And there was a hearing to be uh, played out on May 3rd, but they don't have the time to conduct this investigation. Once it's done, they can refile charges against them. But this has been done so quietly. You'd think that would be pasted all over social media. With the amount that they followed him and hounded him Mm -hmm. and his family after all of that went down, to have the charges dropped and then silence. Mm -hmm. There's been no charges, no change in the charges against the movie's armor. Armor, right? Of course, in charge of the gun. Scarlett Johansson says the reason she fell in love and married Colin Yost is because he has a fundamental characteristic that she really realized she needed in a person and a partner to be a compassionate person. Mm. She says I never realized how important that was to me till I met uh, Colin. She says it's a, uh, it's something that I think helps in the longevity of a marriage. Now this is Scarlett's third husband. Oh. Her first was Ryan Reynolds. They were married? I guess they were. It couldn't have been for that long. I remember them dating. I didn't think they were married. So maybe he wasn't that compassionate. Right. You know, she did call him a good guy. So that's it, fellas. You don't have to have anything else going on but being a compassionate human being. And the Scarlett Johansons of the world will be lining up at your door. <laughs> no job. You're in your mother's basement. <laughs> you look like a human wart. Yeah, you got um, mustard stains all over your tracks. So it's, but it's not just the, uh, the the comedy either. No. He's not just a funny guy. He's a compassionate guy. All right. That's what the women want. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Elon Musk says he's going to pay for some uh, Twitter Blue subscriptions. He says he's already picking up the tab on William Shatner, LeBron James, and Stephen King. Why? I don't know. He must be fans of theirs, I guess. Uh, yeah, and he's taking the blue check mark away from uh, other celebrities. He's taking it away from Halle Berry, Beyonce, Lady Gaga, Kim Kardashian, and the game, and others. So, uh, what did the blue check? It just verified that that was their real account, right? It verified it's their actual account. And for for some stars, you can imagine that they don't want other people using their name right. and posting crap on there. Right. So I, I have a feeling you'll see people announcing that they're leaving the platform mm. rather and I know at that level of stardom and you know, you've got the money to pay the eight was it eight bucks a month? Something like that. Eight or a month, whatever yeah, it was. Eight bucks a month to do it. But you know, that being said, why you know, Elon Musk has the money to not need to charge for it as well. So I could see some people just leaving it saying, Forget it. If you if you see my name on there, it's not me. Yeah, I listen. Uh, I don't need uh, the uh, blue check mark for my four followers. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my wife. You know, it's people they know it's me. Uh, um, you have the blue ball beside your name <laughs> for decades. <laughs> for decades, I've had that problem. Um, Jack Nicholson turns uh, 86 tomorrow. So somebody decided to uh, rank all his films. He's been uh, basically retired for over a decade. So films like The Departed and Easy Rider and Batman and One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, The Shining. I mean, he was in so many good things. As good as it gets, A Few Good Men, on and on and on. It goes to The Witches of Eastwick. That he was terrific in when he played like a devil-type uh, character. Okay, yep. Um, the Shining, did I mention that? Yep. Anyhow, The Departed was probably the last thing we saw him in in 2006. That was really great. He was always just so terrific in everything he did. Right. Um, I mean, for me, it's a few good men. But it's that one scene. Yeah, but that's just a remote drop Mm -hmm. movie again for me. Yeah. And and for the most part, that one scene. There's the other one where he's on the beach. Well, he was only there for 10 days. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, he made, what, $5 million for 10 days of shooting is what uh, the story is. Yeah. And um, what's his name? Um, Pollock. Kevin Pollock, Mm -hmm. who's in it with him, has, you know, done some great interviews 
talking about it. <laughs> yeah. I love his question. He's like, do you do you hit snooze when you're making 500 grand a day? <laughs> like, <laughs> or do you just pop out of bed saying, yeah, let's get at it? I think if Jack, at that stage of his life, he was so used to cashing those kind of checks, he probably <laughs> did hit snooze. Or had his latest girlfriend roll off of him so he could go to work. He also said on, on the set of Batman, and I forget who he said it to, somebody was a little nervous because it was a big deal. It was a Batman movie. And in that Jack voice, he just says, let the makeup do the acting. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Basically, mail it in and cash a check. Or if it was to Michael Keaton, I guess that would have been that time. Right? Yeah, was that him? Was he the Joker? Was Jack the Joker at that point? I think so, yeah. Yeah, probably. Um, the makers of Stranger Things, the Duffer Brothers, they are developing a new show for Netflix called The Burrows. Basically, it's kind of a cocoon, if you remember that movie. It's where these, uh, these uh, elderly folk in a retirement community... Uh, they have to band together to stop some kind of otherworldly menace that wants to steal the one thing they don't have much of, time. Mm. Yeah. So. There's some dark people. Look for that. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I mean, they're making good money off it. Good for them. Yeah. I have zero interest in Stranger Things and probably will have zero interest in the boroughs, but uh, they are doing well. A lot of people love it. Uh, Eddie Van Halen's Hot for Teacher guitar sold for way more than they were asking. At first, it was valued between two and three million. It sold for four, three point nine to be exact. And the straight jacket and gloves Eddie wore at the end of the video um, are also part of the package. Now that is the famous splash, yeah, I think car, so. right? I like there's the so. red with the white splash yeah. of paint. Yeah, I think so. Or the one that had all the stripes on it. Where was that? The, the yeah, that's what I was thinking. That, of, that yeah. one. That, it's probably that one. That was pretty famous. And now it's probably sitting in some guy's garage. Beside <laughs> <laughs> his golf clubs in the elliptical. Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.